Welcome to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. Do you own a small business or does that small business own you? Are you seeking increased sales, more loyal customers, lower operation costs, and brand loyalty? If you're interested in elevating your brand and expanding your reach, then Business Buzz will put it all together for you with expert guests, resources that make sense, and your opportunity to be heard. Get ready to call in with your questions and comments at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Business Buzz is out to put the buzz back into your business. Here's your host, Frank Hellring. Hey, can you hear the buzz? Welcome wherever you may be. You have found Business Buzz. I'm your host, Frank Hellering. We're coming to you live, prime time on the Voice America Business Network channel. And Business Buzz is brought to you today by Moda Business Solutions because they have resources that make sense. Well, I'll tell you what, if you're a small business owner out there today and you are dealing with issues like reduction of operational costs, marketing, communications. Moda has an absolute smorgasbord of vendors, resources, and expertise at your disposal to solve those problems that are nagging at you right now. So to find out all about that, you need to pick up the phone and dial 858-251-4640. That's 858-251-4640 and find out how Moda can be a resource to you today. To contact the show, you can reach us at toll-free 877-NUMBER-3- N-O-W-B-U-Z, or now go to my live link, which is bizbuzz, B-I-Z-Z-B-U-Z-Z dot live. We got a landing page there for you. If you want to be on the show or you just simply want to leave us a comment, that's where you need to go. Well, I'll tell you what, the show that I've got today is just absolutely, in my opinion, off the charts. I am joined by Lisa Gibbons. Lisa Gibbons was born on March 26, 1957 in Hartsville, South Carolina. She's a producer and actress. She's known for The Apprentice in 2004 and Lisa in 1994 and Entertainment Tonight in 1981. She's been married to Steve Fenton since April 20th of 2011. She was previously married to Stephen Meadows, Chris Quentin, and John Hicks. She's been honored by the Congressional Award in Washington, D.C. with the 1998 Horizon Award. The Horizon Award is a special recognition for the Joint Leadership of the United States Congress and the Congressional Award Board of Directors. The Horizon Award is presented to individuals from the private sectors who have contributed to expanding opportunities for all Americans throughout the life of this nation. Lisa Gibbons, hey, fellow baby boomer extraordinaire, welcome to Business Buzz. Uh, Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Lisa, you are an absolute amazing icon in the Hollywood space. I kind of sit there and I think, you know, before we got on the show, I told you I was married in Washington, D.C. I was married in, excuse me, raised in Virginia. We're kind of like kissing cousins coming out of South Carolina. But what happened to a young girl in South Carolina that she got enamored by Tinseltown and ended up in the wacky world of show business? Well, uh, thank you for the question. I'll take a little bit exception. Um, You know, I don't know that the show business industry is any more wacky than any other business that we uh, may find ourselves in over the course of a lifetime. Um, For me, it was an awesome opportunity to tell stories. And I was never enamored with Hollywood. I um, had an opportunity. My, my, where I thought I was going, and I know everyone can relate to this, sometimes um, where we're projected to go and where we end up is 
very a very different location and yet uh, somehow perfect. I thought I would be reporting for National Geographic. Uh, I thought I'd be traveling the world and telling very different stories. But um, when the opportunity came up to do a brand new show that at that time was called Entertainment Tonight, uh, it was in the early 80s and uh, ET and MTV were very new to our pop culture and they since became uh, real pillars of redefining how we've, for a time, uh, received our information. And so I was, um, I was lucky. You know, sometimes when you, when a door opens, you're pretty smart. If you walk through it, there's opportunity on the other side, even if it doesn't fit your sort of narrow parameters of where you think you're headed. So I was a, a news reporter when that happened, and um, I, I couldn't have picked a celebrity out of a lineup. But um, but I really loved those years so much. It was um, it was a unique time in my life, and I, um, I I had a blast with it. And then when when things don't add up, I think you start subtracting, and that's what happened with me when my mother got Alzheimer's. Um, my life didn't make as much sense. Uh, the perfect path uh, was pretty blurry at that time, and I I listened to a different calling. You know, Lisa, you came to me because uh, I was just appointed the official talk show host for California Senior Guide magazine. And I guess they're going to do a big, big story play on you, right, in an upcoming uh, issue. How do you feel about that as far as taking out your message at this stage of your life out to one of the biggest markets in the face of the earth, which is the senior community? Follow the numbers. We are powerful in the sheer fact that we have a, um, a sizable voice that is that we're learning to harness more effectively every day. Um, you know, when my mother was in the early stages of Alzheimer's, I was very it was the, the, the height of my career. I was you know, my life was clicking and the wind was in my sails and the sun was at my back. And I just really thought. Um, you know, as we sometimes delude ourselves into thinking that that was just going to go on forever. And when disease breaks into your life um, and, the, and changes come, as they did for me, as they do for everyone sharing this time with us today, uh, you know, I had to look at what, what does that mean? And what am I, what am I going to do? Who am I going to become to meet that change? And so my mother was my best friend, <clears throat> excuse me. And, you know, when she was in the early stages, I said, mom, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to help. I don't know how to make it better. And she said to me in a very wise way, she goes, honey, you've spent your whole life being a reporter. You've told other people's stories. Now this is your story. All you have to do is tell it. And that really empowered me to, um, I didn't know, I didn't have a plan for how I was going to tell it at that time, but that recommendation, that advice uh, ultimately led me to create what we wish we'd had. And that became um, our nonprofit called Lisa's Care Connection. You know, it's interesting you say that, Lisa, because I spent some time on your homepage and I noticed a quote there that really kind of stopped me in my tracks where you said, older is the new brave. What did you mean by that? Well, I think that we become proud of ourselves when we do something hard. What's hard for me may be very different than your definition of what's hard. But when we face something that we know is difficult for us, whether it's leaving a job, uh, leaving a bad relationship, standing up to someone, um, whatever it is that makes us proud, that's how we get self-esteem. And I think one of the hardest things 
um, is for us to face where we are on the aging continuum. I think it's very easy to get sucked into, uh, you know, what it used to feel like when, uh, you know, when we identified ourselves and we have a tendency to think that we are our work or we are our paycheck. Um, we have a very transactional society. So I think that letting go of, of who we were uh, takes a lot of courage. And so I think that that sometimes we just have to take the dare. We don't have to win. We don't have to know we're going to win. We just have to take the dare and show up for ourselves. And I think that's part of owning uh, where we've been in our lives. It's interesting, Lisa, as I've been spouting on this show really since I started it, I've been very, very concerned in the fact that the majority of small business owners, and I'm not talking about the people behind you know, closed doors in front of a laptop. I'm talking about the brick and mortar, right? The essence of what this country is built on mm-hmm. uh, are our age. And we've got a generation coming up behind us right now, uh, almost three of them, right, who have got a little bit of a challenges in the interpersonal relationship communicative uh, arenas. And I've been saying we've got to come up with some type of a mentoring, you know, application to help these kids understand the valid, you know, the validity of owning their own small business. Do you think that that's something that's a great goal? You know, I think the goal that you speak of is really um, an extension of our humanity. When you talk about mentoring and we look at generational differences and how those may translate into business um, and what are the optics on business and, you know, what does someone who's 30 um, feel about success? And I think, you know, I'll speak only from uh, my experience as a mother of children who are 32, 30 and 24. Um, You know, their definition of success Uh, is not as plagued by the things that that um, that I'll just speak for myself and many in in my generation. Um, You know, we thought we get a gold star if we work extra hard, if we stay late, if we're, you know, always the one putting in, um, you know, that little extra effort. And and believe me, I am a huge fan of hard work. I don't think that anything in life is worth it without it. Relationship, business, dreams, they, they don't come free. We have to pay for those with our uh, with our energy and with our, our, our hard work. But I think that, that younger people, um, they want, and I won't use the word balance because I think balance is bogus, but they want an enriched life that doesn't only include um, their their financial success or titles uh, or you know a higher paycheck um, with every step up the ladder. I think they want to, if they're climbing the ladder, I think a big part of it for them is looking over their shoulder and making sure they're lifting other people uh, you know on that path. So you know, I do think it's really important that we share our life experiences as we see it. And that we have a real opportunity to do that with uh, the business leaders that are that are coming up. And one thing that I I think is maybe part of the and I'll say the arrogance of youth, but I think it's the boldness of youth when we look at our ideas and our energy and we look at people, let's say, let's say you're 25 or 30 years old and you're looking at someone who runs a business, and as you said, Frank, they're that like our age. So they're like someone in their 60s. And you think, well. I have a better idea. I know better. I'm going to push harder. I'm going to show her. I'm going to I'm going to tell him. I'm going to demonstrate to him that I've got a better way of doing this. I think that maybe sometimes the missing link is offering people in a position of power or strength or heavens 
the person that signs your paycheck, offering that person the power and the respect of their position is always the right call. And if you have the best idea, that idea will win. But but I think that the respect piece is perhaps something that those of us in our generation um, hold in very high esteem. And when we feel that's missing is when we overlook those good ideas. You know, it's funny you say that because I was sitting here thinking to myself, you know, if you take a look at the generations that are coming up behind us, right, they don't want to have the million dollar chalets. They want to have the 900 square foot house that they can afford, right? And they're the number one purchaser of recreational travel, which means they like to have a heck of a lot of fun. But the one thing that they do know is the virtual world. And the reason I brought that up is that we here at Voice America, the network that you're on right now, have got a mission. In fact, Jeff and I had a mission before he left this world, was to educate small businesses on the value of IP protocol radio and what that can do for their branding and their message on a consistent basis by hosting their own radio platform. You have a tremendous background in that space of terrestrial radio as a talk show host. Let me ask you a question. What do you think the value is of having your message at the palm of the hand of the receiver? Well, I think it's essential. I think it's a dynamic opportunity to create, um, you know, to take your product, whatever that product is, um, and fine tune it and and narrow cast it um, into, which is kind of what's going on, right? These net more, more and more narrow slices, very niche marketing that I think is uh, a reality that, that as you indicate, that younger people certainly understand. You know, when I was um, a news reporter, Our job was to go out, cover the story, edit that story, bring it to the audience um, in a way that was unbiased and fair. Well, now people growing up in the news business and the storytelling business, which is what I know, um, they not only have to have that skill and be mindful of those parameters, which have become very fuzzy, but they also have to know how to self-promote. They have to know how to market. Um, they have to be live, live tweeting during their broadcast. They have to be pushing, you know, the, the next platform. And they're great at that multitasking. They're, they're, they, they think like that. But, um, you know, to answer your question, so I think that it's, it's essential to have real voices in real time um, in a real conversation that is not so heavily scripted, which, by the way, they smell, you know, they smell miles away and they're not going to they're not going to tolerate that. So I don't know if that answers your question, but those are random thoughts. Well, it also does, because you remember during the baby generation of, of our era. Right. Didn't we have a saying called get real, man? Remember that one? <laughs> I do. Okay. So I think the generation coming up behind us is very much like that, you know? And I think the blending of the generations, that's the reason I'm saying baby boomers need to reach back into this generation we have coming up behind us and care about how they turn out. And I know that's probably on your heart as well, especially with your family. It is. And, you know, sometimes my kids will say, you know, when they handle something tough, they'll say, yeah, this adulting business, it sucks. <laughs> and, and it's, you know, adulting is, um, it has changed. What does that mean? And what does it mean to us each individually? And I think that when you say get real, um, the reality is whatever generation you belong to, uh, there, there are things to do and prices to pay for admission. And if you want to get a seat on that rocket ship, you have to be 
be pre-qualified. And I think that that reality comes rushing forth the further you get along in life and business. You know, Lisa, I'll tell you what, we're going to take a quick break here, but I definitely want to come back in the second segment and talk about where you are right now, because I know you've got a tremendous passion right now for the nonprofit realm that you're involved in. And we're going to touch that when we return. Okay. We're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to Business Buzz with Frank Elring live on Voice America Business Network, brought to you now by CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com. Oh my goodness. That is exactly the sponsor and advertiser that brought Lisa on this show today. So shout out to Grace Abood, who is the editor of California Senior Guide, and Dr. Bill Abood, who's in, on the ground in Dallas right now, doing something else. But listen, if you're a small business out there right now and you want to get involved in one of the biggest marketplaces on the face of the earth, as Lisa just said about 14 minutes ago, you need to get with CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com today and find out how you can put your business up in one of the biggest marketplaces with the biggest spending potential in America. Well, I'll tell you what, I've been mixing it up with an absolute amazing lady, Lisa Gibbons. We're going to be right back in two and two with more buzz for your business. Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858 251 or visit us online at modeofbusinesssolutions.com. At LaTip, in everything we do, we believe in the importance of small business success. And we believe in helping small businesses reach their growth goals. The way we help small businesses is by building relationships, training on how to expand those relationships into closable leads, and providing technology to efficiently interact within those relationships. We just happen to run business networking meetings. Want to come to one? This is the power of LaTip. Visit LaTip.com for more information. That's L-E-T-I-P.com. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. You 
are listening to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. To reach the live show, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send Frank an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S buzz.com. Now, back to Business Buzz. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Frank Howering, live here on Business Buzz. I've got the most incredible, talented talk show host and TV star, Lisa Gibbons, with me today. You know, Lisa, you've hosted the Rose Parade. You have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. You were in front of millions of Americans nightly on a dozen years. For Entertainment Tonight, you were a celebrity apprentice. You won some Emmys. You had your own talk show. You've accomplished so much in your life. But now it appears that you've had, I don't want to call it a detour, but maybe a turning. And now you jumped into the nonprofit realm to help a lot of people who really needed a lot of help out there called caregivers. Yes, the husbands, the wives, the sons, the daughters um, who get the news that no one wants to get when you find out that someone you love has a chronic illness uh, or disease. Uh, In my case, it was Alzheimer's. My mom and my grandmom both had the disease. And you're right in a certain extent. It was a detour, but I think it was the logical place to be. And it was the perfect culmination of my experiences, my talent, my ability, and my passion, which really does equate to ultimate happiness. When we have that in our lives, we can find bliss. It didn't start out being that emotional self. It started out, you know, I was kicking and screaming, uh, reluctant, and um, certainly not wanting to be the world's best caregiver. No one has that dream. Uh, you know, I, I spent time trying to negotiate with reality, you know, uh, telling myself that mom was just getting older. Mom's just slowing down. Uh, maybe she was drinking too much. Maybe she needed more adventures. But my mother had a mind-robbing disease that was killing her brain memory by memory. And so it's like I discussed in California Senior Guide that caregiving found me like this heat-seeking missile, you know, and it exploded these time-release bombs, as it does for so many, for over a decade until she died with Alzheimer's disease. You know, Lisa, you and I have a lot in common because my late mother, who passed away in 2011, my dear sainted wife, now 30 years, she's an RN, and we came up to her apartment in Newport Beach, and she noticed that my mother was very vapor-like and lethargic, and we found out that she was being over-medicated by a doctor in Newport Beach, so we pulled her out of that environment, put her underneath our roof for 17 years, and I do believe that she lived that period of time because she was around family, she had warmth, she had comfort, but more importantly, that interaction day in, day out with somebody who cared. Yes, and it it makes a difference, you know, I remember my mother telling me she had seen where she was going because she had been the caregiver for her mother. And um, when she got sick, she said, I don't want you coming to see me. Um, You know, I won't be there and it won't be me. And I said, but mom, it will it will be me. And I think that love is love and a heart never forgets. And we're responsible in life 
for the energy that we deposit into other people's um, uh, vessels, you know, into other people's emotional space. And with, with caregiving, especially with someone who has Alzheimer's, where they can't tell you if what you're doing is helping, they can't say, that's fantastic, thank you so much, or I feel better today, I love you so much for caring about me. Sometimes they're aggressive and combative and negative and say awful things to you. And it's very, um, it's important as you implied that, you know, the reason I got into this business was realizing that care for the caregiver translates to better outcomes for the care receiver. And that's the focus. Uh, you know, I really looked at what will my seat be at this Alzheimer's table? And there's great research going on. You and I have discussed how there's this disproportionate burden that women bear being caregivers and those diagnosed two thirds of the brains are women's. But when I found out that the very act of caregiving can take away 10 years of your life. It's it's like a, a, a click, a, a, a time bomb. It's just like going backwards, like this clock ticking and you are erasing years just because you're caring for someone that you love. I realized that that was the, that was the space that we could change. We may not be able to cure the diseases right now. We support legislation and advocacy and research 100%, but our job is psychosocial support to say that we can help bolster the next generation of the worried well so that they are not stepping into a certain diagnosis. Um, the best we know about um, dementia and memory robbing illnesses is the risk factors are the things that we know, lack of sleep, lack of exercise, emotional stress. Uh, so we advocate um, energy, empowerment, and education to get you through it and to make you resilient knowing that you can hang on to yourself even while you're letting go of someone you love. Now you experienced this firsthand. I experienced this firsthand. Okay. But now all of a sudden you have taken a major step forward into an arena that was probably largely untouched, right? Because if you look at most of the caregivers out there, especially, I mean, I'm married to a Filipina, most of the caregivers out there come from the Philippines, you know, and they're largely overlooked largely ignored and now you've come along and put a spotlight on it haven't you um well well to a certain extent definitely put a spotlight on uh caregiving burden and compassion fatigue that's experienced by both the professionals that you mentioned and the family members our job is our focus is on the husbands wives sons and daughters and part of that may be how do you collaborate with professionals how do you communicate with um, assisted living facilities? How do you know when it's time or if it's right to place your loved one in a memory community? Um, but, but our job is to help you survive it and thrive through caregiving because most people choose to keep their family members at home. And that's one of the challenges that we found. I started doing this work in, uh, in 2002. And, um, and we, we often um, help create dialogue for families where um, they can get real about these issues before uh, the wave, the tsunami comes crashing in. But sometimes we'll make a promise. We'll say, you know, mom, I promise I'm gonna keep you at home. Or a husband will say to his wife, honey, I'm gonna care for you. And then it gets to a place where they're not able to keep that promise physically. Um, it's, it's too much of a burden, it's dangerous. So we help people uh, release some of the, the, the binds that they're emotionally tethered 
tethered to that's keeping both the caregiver and the care receiver stuck. So our job is to say, if you're a husband, a wife, or son, or a daughter, uh, we want to bolster your resilience. We want to help you get through uh, what can be a very rewarding time, but also a very difficult time. So yes, um, this was a space that was that was and is largely overlooked. But Frank, we do everything from line dancing to laughter yoga. You know, everything from from art with heart um, to coffee and conversations. Uh, it's about the power of connecting, and that's really the strength of of what we offer. That is a huge, huge resource that you're talking about. And I was sitting there thinking to myself when I was in the insurance game, when long-term care first came out, you know, mm -hmm. we were marketing long-term care policies, you know, the seniors would look at us and go, gee whiz, that's expensive, you know. But if you turn around and take a look at what the cost of caring for an Alzheimer's patient is today, oh my goodness, it's way beyond usually family means. Are you dealing with that aspect in your found and your in your nonprofit? Are you dealing with that financial realm of helping people to overcome that incredible obstacle? We are the care connection. So if you take that word, our job is to connect you to resources, to other individuals who's walked the path, and to those that can help you navigate what you need to do now. And usually when people get this diagnosis, um, it, it kind of comes out of, they, they feel like it comes out of nowhere because we, we pretend we don't see it, it's too painful to look at it. And so most people get into it unprepared. Um, so, so yes, we, this is a disease that bankrupts not only financially, which is a huge part of the equation, physically, emotionally, spiritually, families unravel. And so we deal with the emotional piece of it through our free programs. And, uh, and then we do connect people to resources where they can begin to get answers because our, our job is to make you more confident and more competent uh, as a caregiver, because it's not going to get better just because you weren't dealing with it. You bet. Lest I forget, Lisa, do me a favor right now and give your contact information to your foundation. I want to make sure we get that out. Thank you. It's Lisa's Care Connection, L-E-E-Z-A, lisascareconnection.org. So if anybody listening, if this sounds like you, if you're wondering what to do or can we help you, we get a lot of calls from people who just say, I don't even know why I'm calling you. And believe me, that can open a conversation that can get you started on feeling better about this new reality. Uh, our number is 888-OK-LISA, L-E-E-Z-A. I love it. Lisa, you know, jumping to the business side of the equation, because I, obviously I do have a business show here, all right? There's no difference really between a nonprofit and a profit business other than the word non in front of it, because you still have to turn the key in the door. You still have employees, you still have insurances, lease payments, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What are yeah. some of the challenges that you've been presented with? Because you mentioned to me, you've been in this pre-pandemic, right? You've gone through the pandemic. Now Fauci this morning said, we're not in a pandemic. What are some of the things that you faced as a nonprofit? Well, rewind the list for anyone who's ever tried to start a business. Um, for me, when I first began, uh, I knew radio and television. I knew how to tell stories. Um, you know, I, I didn't know how to run a nonprofit, which, which I do at a very organic level. And I think the first thing for me that was helpful was realizing that 
when you are ready, you will find the teachers, the mentors, the information. If you have the desire and if you have uh, a vision or a, 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 a need to help, uh, you'll find the way to offer those services. And so, you know, when I when I went to my agents at the time and said, you know, I figured this out. I figured out what's missing. I'm, I'd like to start this foundation to help other families like mine. The advice I got was, no, 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 no. Don't do that. This is not marketable. This is not transactional. This is not going to help you get other business. Uh, this is not good for your career. Continue with the charities that you're working with now, kids' charities, you know, upbeat things. But this Alzheimer's is so depressing uh, that that's not a good move for you. And I sat with that for about a millisecond and thought, okay, that is the reason why I have to do it because there's this much resistance, this much just sort of negative um, door slamming darkness around this disease. And um, so I said, thanks for the input and you're fired. So I think we have to be willing to look at who can take the ride with us when you're creating a business, whatever it is, who are the people that are going to help you get that business off the ground? Not everybody is going to go up to the top floor in your elevator. So release them, right? And uh, and bring in people who share your energy, your passion. And it's said a lot, and it's worth saying again, I did what so many other successful business people do. I surrounded myself with people who were way smarter than me, and I let them guide me without relinquishing uh, my vision and my dream. And enter Ronald Reagan and the awareness of Alzheimer's change literally overnight. Did it not? It did. And that's the power of celebrity, which was something that I knew. And when you look at who is a public figure, who's a sports figure, who's a politician, who is an influencer, who's a leader that can take take your cause and make it more accessible, uh, that's when you know uh, you're going to be able to move forward. It was Elizabeth Glazer with AIDS and HIV, and uh, then it was Magic Johnson. You know, whenever you can uh, break down a barrier, uh, you mentioned Reagan, you know, Gorbachev, we tear down this wall. When you can tear down the wall of um, of people thinking, that's not me, then we, we can get there. And we are getting there. And we have... Um, amazing people like my friend Maria Shriver who are moving mountains in this space and focusing on gender-based research, which is so important. But until we get there, and I do have hope and faith that we will, until we get there, we have millions of caregivers who are fam unpaid family members um, who are trying to figure out uh, how to um, how to give out billions of dollars of care, which is what we do. You know, in many ways, the family caregivers, we are the healthcare system. So we've got to support this faction of, of people better. And that's our job. Lisa, you own a small business, be it nonprofit or not, you own a small business. Small business was absolutely rocked and rolled during this pandemic. If you take a look at the what I call e-predators, the Amazons, the Ebays, the Alibabas, the list goes on and on. They ended up getting record profits during this time. Whereas the small business community now at last count, we've lost 22% of our brick and mortar small businesses. How do you look at that as far as a national type of a focus? And how do you see us coming back? Well, it's a it's a big question for brighter minds than mine. I can only tell you with regard to our small nonprofit, um, 
we took a deep breath and we continued to um, ask the question, first, what can we give? What can we offer first? What is our service? What is our value? And then we can ask for what we need. And I think that has served us well. You know, we did what everybody else did. We helped our community use their technology. We created extra ways to reach out and stay connected. We found ways to use laughter and movement to get us through. We kept going forward and we changed our programs. You know, we're all so afraid of change. You know, we, we're, a, we're a high touch organization who couldn't touch anybody for years. And so we found ways to do what we called caravans where people came through in their cars and we offered prepackaged information and prepackaged food. We had like a soul train of care going on. So we, you know, I think that, that all business, whatever the size, um, it's about adapting and it's kind of become that cliche, but it's still so true that, um, you know, you, you are, have to be willing to abandon what was working and look at what can work now. And that's what we did. Absolutely. Lisa, we're moving to another break. Are you able to stay with us or do you have to go? Oh, I'm so sorry, but I do have to go. I've, I've loved speaking with you, though, and I do hope that anybody listening, if you need help or if you want to help, that you will uh, get in touch with us at lisascareconnection.org. Well, on the way out, I just like one more question. What do you want your legacy to be, Lisa? Pretty simple. Um, she tried, she cared. That's it. I love it. <laughs> Lisa Givens, thank you so much for spending time with me today. I'll tell you what, we will have a production of this up in about four hours and we'll make sure that your wonderful husband, Steve out there gets it. So you can share that out through your network and we can bless a lot of lives. Ah, that sounds wonderful. Thank you so much. Take good care. Appreciate Thank you it. very much, Lisa. Have a great day. Hey, we're going to move to a quick break here. You're listening to Business Buzz with Frank Herring live on Voice America Business Network, brought to you now by Business Group Resources. Listen, if you're a small business out there today, you need to pay attention to me right now. You need to get a pencil, you need to get a piece of paper, and you need to write down the phone number, 877-857-6875. That's 877-857-6875, because they've got a way to go back to the IRS, oh, the infamous IRS, and get up to three years back taxes that you've already paid them under the R&D tax credits and 6% compounded tax-free interest. So listen, if you've got something you're title to you need to find out about it so you need to get with my good friend ken debose out there who's getting a million dollars a week back in the hands of small businesses right now dial that phone number 877-857-6875 well i've had lisa gibbons with me today fortunately she had to go off i'm sure she's an incredibly busy lady with everything she has on her plate but i'm going to be joined here after the break by david sager so don't you go away we're going to be right back with more buzz for your business moda business solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings we let you the business owner focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services cash is king and we strive to put more cash into your pocket moda business solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services connecting you with trending companies are you ready to grow your business call moda business solutions at 858-251-4640 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com 
At LaTip, in everything we do, we believe in the importance of small business success. And we believe in helping small businesses reach their growth goals. The way we help small businesses is by building relationships, training on how to expand those relationships into closable leads, and providing technology to efficiently interact within those relationships. We just happen to run business networking meetings. Want to come to one? This is the power of LaTip. Visit LaTip.com for more information. That's L-E-T-I-P.com. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. PPP, COVID-19, SBA, is there a way? It's time for Business Watch, where your voice matters. Call into the show at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or drop us an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S-Buzz.com. We know you've got something to say. Now, here's Frank Hellring, Business Watch, where your voice matters. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Frank Hellring, live now on Business Watch. This is the segment of the show where we open up the phone lines in Phoenix and allow you, my listening audience, to call in live and mix it up with me here on Business Watch. So pick up that phone and dial 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. And you can be on live on Business Watch right now. Well, I'll tell you what, I had an amazing first segment with Lisa Gibbons. What an incredible talent she is. But you know what? Business Watch really is an amazing piece of my show because this is where we really get down to the nitty gritty with you, the small business owner out there, understanding what it means, not just to run a small business, but also to have the resources and expertise necessary to get it done. And I've got one of those guys with me here in the second half. His name's David Sager. And Oh, I'm so happy to announce he's a big part of my show. He actually edits every (laughs) font that I put out from this day forward, which I'm really thankful for because I am a writer, but everybody needs a ghostwriter, right? But David's background is, my goodness, he started out with Ted Turner, where he was one of the original 30 guys chosen to found a little network called CNN. And during that time, he was the executive producer and director of Pinnacle TV, which was a long running hit TV platform on CNN. David Sager, one of my best business buddies. Welcome to Business Watch. How you doing, man? I got the buzz, Frank. 
<laughs> All right, baby, you got the buzz. What an amazing show with Lisa on that first half. She was extraordinary, Frank. I've got to tell you, uh, there are a few people uh, in my lifetime and certainly during my career who I had so much uh, enormous respect for. Uh, like me, she was a trailblazer in broadcasting. She started uh, and, and began a little no known show called Entertainment Tonight that was one of the most popular shows, pre-dinner shows, I call them, uh, that led into dinner and uh, just millions and millions, won the hearts of millions of Americans, a very high Q rating, uh, a wonderful, a compassionate, uh, storyteller. Uh, she did an incredible job with Entertainment Tonight, winning her uh, Emmys along the way, and the respect of millions of Americans. Uh, she's uh, her work now, uh, her philanthropic work, uh, speaks volumes about who she is uh, and was, and how she developed as a human being. I, I love her. I, I'm, I'm one of her biggest fans. Um, and I've been in broadcasting for almost four decades, a little over four decades. And she's a name that stands out with me personally. So you did a you great know, David, job. You know, David, you and I have known each other a short period of time, but I am so thankful and so grateful to have you to be part of Business Buzz and Business Watch. You're now a big, significant part of my team. Man, you've seen it all. You were with CNN a lot of years, and I don't think I've asked you this question. You saw a lot from behind the camera. You saw a lot from in front of the camera. What do you see with Business Buzz and Business Watch? Well, I see a, uh, a supply and demand issue, number one. I, you're doing something here, Frank, that is not replicated anywhere in the radio world, maybe a few podcasts, but nothing to the degree uh, which you're presenting um, and bringing businesses together and realizing that it takes uh, – other business leaders and small small business leaders and medium-sized businesses to actually work together to solve some of the greatest challenges that are facing business right now, be it small or medium. I'll even say right now, a large businesses, um, the R word has reared its ugly head and it's, it's kind of very, um, uh, worrisome, if you will, as we look at inflation and some of the numbers that are, the government's releasing and trickling out, um, and, and, and many believe the numbers are a lot greater than, than we're being told, uh, they're going to be, you're right, they're going to be future challenges to business. And, you know, one of the things I did was I started CNN with a group of about 30 people from my school uh, in 1979. There were 2,000 cable subscribers in the whole country and, you know, some dog in Montana that was watching us. Uh, and then after a couple of years, when we had suddenly millions of cable subscribers and CNN was well on its way to great success, I started another network for Ted Turner called CNN Business News. And much quicker than the actual launch of CNN regular news. CNN business news had millions of viewers to begin with because we already had a lot of homes and a lot of cable households already 
got CNN, and by then there were some 50 cable channels already. Um, so I, I was in a unique uh, position, actually, uh, to have started um, several TV shows, uh, both at CNN and, and after leaving CNN after 20 plus years, um, other programs, other reality shows, uh, things like Extra, things like uh, the Dr. Loris Lessinger television show. She was a, a radio, still is a radio personality. We brought her to TV. Day and Date on CBS, uh, Real TV, which was one of the first um, and, and, uh, reality TV shows, if you will. Um, uh, the, uh, were all the world's scariest police chase shows on Fox. I brought back a current affair for Fox. Oh. So I've seen and done a lot. And, you know, one of the things Lisa was talking about um, is, is storytelling. Uh, and the new generation of, of journalists. And I think Lisa and I both sort of grew up in the eye with the idea of, of Marshall McLuhan had it right. You know, it's like sort of the who, what, when, where, how way of thinking about journalism and then let the viewer or, or listener decide. Arm everyone with the truth and the facts and let let the buyer beware, let let the viewer and the listener decide. You just gave music to my ears when you say CNN Business Network. Millions of viewers, I think we're headed on that pathway. Hey, David, we got a live call in out there. Simone, hi, how are you? I'm well, thanks, Frank. Welcome thanks to Business Watch. You are on live with Frank Hellring and David Sager. Thank you. It's a delight to be on here. I was so excited to hear Lisa on your show. You know, you and I have spoken about Alzheimer's at great length. In fact, you had the opportunity to meet my father, who had been diagnosed full-blown Alzheimer's and within nine months had recovered. And so I, I just wanted to jump on and say, you know, it's amazing. We all know someone who has survived cancer. But how many people out there have have come into contact or know someone who has survived Alzheimer's. And I'm happy and not to only say not I'm only did I meet your your late father in law, I actually videoed him. I still have that video. And it's an amazing video because he was on no medications. I mean, how, what happened with that? I mean, tell 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 my audience, how in the world did a guy go from Alzheimer's to all of a sudden totally cognitive? Well, you know, it, it's the, the piece before, which is really the most important piece, and that is Alzheimer's. The match for Alzheimer's is lit at least 15 years before we start to show symptoms. And it's it's like a, a drip as opposed to a rush of water. It's a drip of water. So when you live with someone, you don't notice everything. And then suddenly overnight, my father-in-law, who I call my dad, you know, he went from not knowing who I was, couldn't speak English, could hardly walk. We had to take him to the hospital. His urine was the color of traffic light green. The hospital said they didn't know what was wrong with him. After so many tests and four days, they said, you know what, you need to take your dad to a psychiatric hospital. 
And we said psychiatric hospital. Well, we visited it. And it's in Newport in a fabulous area here in Southern California. And it made one flew over the cuckoo's nest look like paradise. Everybody was drugged. Everybody was dribbling, some more than others. And we decided then and there that our dad was going to recover because we we knew from the friends that everybody believes that there's no hope. And hope is a word I don't like anymore because it means the absence of certainty. And so many people have family members that they think have Alzheimer's and buy into that there is no hope. There is certainty. It's a process. It's called epigenetics. You know, people know that what our DNA is all about, it's our blueprint. Our genes only play about 10% of who we are. We can actually turn on good genes and switch off good genes by virtue of our environment. And there's a new science called epigenetics. And so we looked at our dad, we looked at his diet, which wasn't too bad, but we noticed that he was on medications, medications that lead to leaky gut, that then compromise the blood-brain barrier, which lead to Alzheimer's. So we started to work with him, getting him off the medication, exercise, nutrition, microvascular circulation, connection, all of those things that Lisa talked about, we worked. Sounds like a process, Simone. Unfortunately, i got to move towards the end of the show, but do me a favor. Give my engineer your contact information because I think we might want to bring you back because you seem pretty well-versed, okay? David, you know, as we close out the show today, let me tell you something. I mean, this isn't going to be the last star, right, that's going to be on Business Buzz and Business Watch because California Senior Guy is going to continue to bring these incredible guests over to us, you know? Let me ask you a question. What do you think now – what happened today and what could happen in the future of what we can do with that type of incredible representation coming out of Hollywood. These are all icon stars that aren't on on the silver screen anymore. We got about two minutes, David. The the celebrity factor, Frank, as you know, uh, can only boost uh, listeners and and viewers uh, to your platform. The, the, The power of celebrity uh, is extraordinary. And I think in many ways, a lot of people like think about that, but it, it's terribly underestimated. And I think that there is something to share. I think that people love to look up to others. They love to be inspired by others. And I think today's show is a perfect example of where uh, business buzz is going. Um, not that, you know, it's, it's that important to, to have a celebrity. <clears throat> but it can only help um, bring the message. And I think the message is what's the most important because that's how the viewer is going to be inspired and be and, and learn and take advice. You know, and, and I think that Lisa, you know, summing up this entire show, that lady is a soft pillow for troubled hearts. What an amazing piece of work she is in that nonprofit realm. David, thanks so much for joining me today. And thank you, my audience, for tuning in to Business Buzz today. If you would like to be a guest or have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach, you can reach us toll free at 877-3-NOWBUZ. Or you can go to my brand spanking new live link, bizbuzz, dot live. That'll take you right to a landing page. You can leave me a comment or just tell me when and where you'd like to be on my show. Well, next week, I'm going to have a couple 
couple of vendors on from Moda Business Solutions. You don't want to miss that show because it's all about resources and expertise and cutting operational costs. The bus factor of your business is what we seek to increase week in, week out. Tune in next week as we bring more guests and resources to make your business buzz. Thanks for tuning in Business Watch and Business Buzz with Frank Hellring. We'll be back next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We hope to have you join us again next time for some more terrific ways to revitalize your small business.